Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Live from Los Angeles, the Win Without Competing Show with Dr. Arlene Barrow, host and creator of the Right Fit Method, the key to professional and personal success. Now, let's join Dr. Arlene. Thank you, Virgil. I interact with people from all over the country. Many feel unhappy, uncertain, and befuddled. Not sure how to approach their situation. Some do nothing. Others maintain a low profile. And some would like to venture forth but are afraid. Whatever is causing you pain, no job, wrong job, wrong spouse, poor health, financial hardship, doing nothing is not usually the answer, but could be in some cases. For example, waiting for a divorce to become final. The point is, that you are the CEO of your life, and you must take charge. The question is how. Today, I will show you how. Using my right-fit method is the solution to finding everlasting happiness. You will learn how to create your personal roadmap to the right-fit life of happiness. Of course, you have to be ready to make some changes. By the end of the show, you will know what to do to transform your life to achieve the happiness, success, and fulfillment that you're searching for. Are you ready to make changes? Let's find out. I need to learn more about you, and you need to learn more about yourself. To do that, I created a Right Fit Life IQ quiz to help you identify what you need to do. Using a mobile device, computer, or paper, write the numbers 1 through 10 in a column. Write T if the statement is true and F if it is false. Let's go. Question 1. I make decisions about my life by comparing and contrasting choices. Question two, I do not like to rock the boat, even if I am unhappy at work or at home. Question three, I am reluctant to make a cold call. Question four, I would rather be a follower than a leader. Question five, I see myself as a generic brand, as if I am vanilla ice cream. Question six, I hide behind the veil of email when I do not want to speak with someone. Question seven, I avoid speaking up at work when I disagree with what others say about me or exclude me from meetings. 
Question eight, I expect management to know what I have achieved and promote me. Question nine, I do not want to stand out at a job interview so that the employer will see me as fitting in. Question 10, I really express my feelings because I want everyone to like me. Let's go back. Let's start with question one and find out how you're doing. Question one, I make decisions about my life by comparing and contrasting choices. Think about it. If all the choices are wrong and you keep comparing and contrasting them and you pick one, you have selected a wrong choice. Now, some people marry three, four, five, six, seven times. Are they comparing and contrasting to make their decisions? Or are they creating a blueprint of the right fit spouse? What about jobs? Lots of people have many jobs, many short stints. Is that because they're selecting the wrong job or do they just have bad luck? Think about it. You need to create a blueprint, a blueprint with standards and criteria. It are those, it are those standards and criteria is what's important in order to figure out a right fit. Think about what I'm saying. I have a friend who's had three right fit husbands. She can tell you exactly what she's searching for. Each husband has matched up to her blueprint. She's a woman in her late 80s, widowed three times, and searching for a fourth husband. The answer to number one is false. Question two, I do not like to rock the boat, even if I am unhappy at work or at home. If you don't speak up at work, it could be assumed that you agree with what's going on or you're not sufficiently assertive. I wasn't born speaking up, but I learned. For example, when I was a dean in the medical school, it was a Saturday, and the executive associate dean asked, if I would make coffee, I said, I don't know how to make coffee. No one again ever asked me to make coffee. When I was working at the National Institutes of Health, I had an appointment with my new uh, division director. All of a sudden, he said, our time was up. I looked at the clock and said, according to your assistant, we have another half hour. 
Who occupied his office within the next six months? I did. Question two is false. Question three, I am reluctant to make a cold call. Mastering the cold call is the gateway to handling a wide array of situations. Think about it to yourself. When you make a cold call, you're hearing what somebody is saying. You can tell if they're happy with what you're saying, if they're unhappy, if they're bored, if they want to hang up. Why don't people like cold calls? I know why. They're lacking confidence. We need to build up our confidence. I love cold calling. To me, it's the perfect way to gather a lot of information quickly and to find out what I need to know. Question three is false. Question four, I would rather be a follower than a leader. Is that really true, or are you hesitant to lead? Some people lead only if they get lots and lots of encouragement. Are you someone who can nurture yourself and encourage yourself even when things are not going well? We have to teach ourselves how to nurture ourselves. It has to do with self-talk. You must have positive self-talk all day long. If you start complaining about things, it distracts you from achieving your objective. If you're currently a follower and would like to become a leader, think about it. Read books about great leaders. Become inspired. Work on your confidence level. Positive self-talk to encourage yourself. Question four is false. Question five, I see myself as a generic brand, as if I am vanilla ice cream. If you are a generic brand... Does that mean you want to be like a can without a label? Do you want to be invisible? You need to brand yourself to get a position. You need to brand yourself to differentiate yourself from others. You need to brand yourself so that people will remember you. Think about it. Do you really want to be a generic brand? Question five is false. Question six, I hide behind the veil of email when I do not want to speak with someone. If you hide behind the veil of email and you're trying to avoid somebody, you are unknowingly perhaps eliminating the possibility of resolving issues in a way that you cannot do through email. Again, 
You need to hear the sound in people's voices. You need to hear their passion, their lack of passion. You need to hear how they're feeling. You need to hear if they're upset. Lots of people ask for divorces via email. Is that something you would like to do? I know of a father and daughter who have not spoken in more than 20 years. She finally got the courage to send him an email. What did he do? He read the email. It said she wanted to arrange a time to speak. He suggested that they email first. What did she do? She never contacted him again, and they have remained estranged. Question six is false. Question seven. I avoid speaking up at work when I disagree with what others say about me or exclude me from meetings. You must communicate your expectations. If you do not communicate your expectations, how will your employer know what you're thinking? They may think that it's fine to exclude you from meetings. Why? Because you don't care. Not that you're hurt. Do not cower and get upset when you're feeling hurt. Analyze it. Figure out what you need to do to solve the situation. I do a seminar called Wrong Fit, Fix It, or Flee for employees. Those who attend are generally sick. Headaches, stomach aches, heart conditions, you name it, they have it. Why? Because they do not speak up. They have been excluded from meetings. They do disagree with what's going on at work. They haven't been promoted and they're unhappy. You must learn to speak up and communicate your expectations. Question seven is false. Question eight. I expect management to know what I have achieved and promote me. Now, It's not just management. No one can know what you've basically done, whether it's at work or at home, unless you tell them. I once asked someone, what does your wife do all day? He said, I have no idea. Obviously, he never asked her. And obviously, she never said. Now, At work, unless somebody is shadowing you, they have no clue what you have achieved. It's up to you to tell them or to write to them. Question eight is false. Question nine, I do not want to stand out at a job interview so that the employer will see me as fitting in. If you don't want to stand out, we're back to the generic brand. 
If you don't stand out in a positive way, you can be viewed as non-assertive. Is that how you would like to be viewed, as non-assertive? Employers hire people that are assertive. Notice I said assertive, not aggressive. They want to see you, visualize you, getting the job done. If you don't speak up and have high energy and are lackadaisical, they can't see you as getting the job done. Again, question nine is false. Question 10, I rarely express my feelings because I want everyone to like me. Well, that could work in a variety of ways. In our current environment, timidity is kiss of death. People can see you hiding away, think of you as having no opinion, lacking in intelligence, don't care. Lots of erroneous assumptions are made when people do not communicate effectively. It's very difficult to communicate. And if you rarely express your feelings, you're not going to learn how to communicate and even when we try to communicate, we need to be selective in terms of the kind of verbiage that we use. I'll tell you a bit about more about that later. How did you do on the quiz? To calculate your I-R-F-L-I-Q, give yourself 20 points for each correct answer. If your RFLIQ is 200, please give me a call, 310-443-4277, so I can congratulate you. Again, 310-443-4277. You are the CEO of your own life. It's up to you to speak up. Point two. Create blueprints to figure out right fits. For every aspect of your life, you need to know what a right fit is. Whether you're searching for a position, searching for a house, a spouse, it doesn't matter. You need to have a set of standards and criteria against which you match. The job, the house, the spouse. Point three, fix wrong fits or flee. Now, if you're unhappy at home or at work, I'm not suggesting you run out the door. I'm suggesting you try to fix the fit. And if you cannot, you then figure out what you need to do to solve the situation. Lots of people are still leaving their positions when they do not have other positions. That can be leaving you in an uncertain situation. Think very carefully before you walk out on a job without having the next one 
lined up. Question four, I mean, point four, make no assumptions. Find out what is really happening. Don't assume anything about anybody or anything. You need to find out the truth, whatever it is. Point five, take charge of situation. Manage the process. Speak up. Point six, brand yourself. Point seven, master the cold call. Point eight, step out from behind the veil of email. Do you really want to continue selecting wrong fits? I know that it may be difficult for you to change your behavior. If you keep doing the same thing over and over again and it's not working, you must change your behavior. Or you're going to be unhappy. You're going to have a life filled with wrong fits. So to change your behavior, start making small changes first. I recommend reading chapter three of my book, Win Without Competing. That chapter is entitled Cereal, Eggs, or Yogurt. The small changes come first. Once you make the small changes, Making bigger changes will be easier. Keep me posted on your progress. Email me at drbarro at winwithoutcompeting.com. That's drbarro at winwithoutcompeting.com. Or call 310. 310- Four four three four two seven seven. To learn more about my Right Fit Method, which I have been discussing today, read my book, Win Without Competing, nominated for a Business Book Award and available on Amazon. And of course, be sure to visit winwithoutcompeting.com. I coach my Right Fit Method by phone nationwide. To discuss your specific career or business needs, call my office and arrange a time to speak with me. 310-443-4277. That's 310-443-4277. If you prefer, we can meet in person at my office's on Wilshire Boulevard in Westwood, adjoining UCLA. To send your resume to my company, Barrow Global Search, Inc., email resumes, R-E-S-U-M-E-S, at B-A-R-R-O-G-L-O-B-A-L.com. That's resumes at barrowglobal.com. To listen to more radio shows, Go to iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, or drbarrow.com. That's D-R-B-A-R-R-O.com. I recommend listening to the following radio shows. February 22, 2012. Oops, I have no brand. March 14, 2012. Pick. Powerful Words That Work, 
April 25, 2012. Persuade decision makers to hire you. If you want to find out what your decision maker's IQ is, be sure to tune into that show. May 23, 2012. Unique strategies that work. Another IQ quiz here. You really can fill your life with happiness. Remember this trigger tip. Walk down the right fit road to happiness. You can create your own personal roadmap to the right fit life of happiness. If you are searching for solutions that work and ready to make changes, you can positively impact your life now. Thank you for listening to the Win Without Competing show. Goodbye for now, Dr. Arlene.